Hello, world, and welcome to Cartridge Club Portable. I'm your host, Curtis Freisel, and this month, my very special guest is one half of the Q-Dogs and winner of the first-ever Retro Fandango One Console Challenge, Mrs. Q-Dog. How you doing, Melissa? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be here. Welcome I... to CC Portable. Thank you. I'm thinking that's the first and last ever retro fandango one console challenge. never say never <laughs> never say never that's true that is their motto you know and the way that they're playing games now i mean ramvox says he doesn't really play games anymore i bet if he wasn't even thinking about it he would win the one console challenge because yeah. how, how many games has he played this year or will he play this year you know what right. i mean Mm-hmm. exactly i wish i could go back though i chose the which console did you play i did the wii u oh you did the wii u and mm -hmm. how long did you last again I last, I think, um, I want to say it was, I kind of feel like it was October, maybe. October? When everybody, when everybody Ten was out. I can't remember. I don't know. Everybody got out. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to last till the end of the year because I already won. So. Yeah. So screw it. That's good. Yep. Well, I remember good. I accidentally got myself out because I played an yeah. arcade game. Yep. You but did. I was going strong. I made it like six months. Yeah. And then I probably could have made it further. But yeah. I was I was playing the Sega Genesis, I remember. Oh no, and you were playing it on that like the dumb at games yeah, thing. <laughs> that was your mistake, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was rough. That yeah. was rough. How many games yeah. did you play that year, that ten months? Um I don't know. Uh that actually that might have been when I was playing um the uh my Legend of Zelda game. Oh, uh, Wind Waker? That was in that was in twenty sixteen, right? Yes, or was it 2015? Oh my goodness! I think it was 2015. Oh no, no, no! I think I think you're right. I think it was 2016 because we just now we're in 18. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. know. Time flies, right? Yeah, I think that's one. That was part of what helped me because that was my first Zelda game. Okay. And so I was like totally into when it was Wind Waker HD. Love it. Love Wind. So Waker. yeah, I was totally into it. So and that's like, I put that as my CC 100 number one game. That you know, uh, I'm still a loyalist when it comes to the top-down Zelda, so I probably have to give it to Link to the Past. Plus, mm -hmm. I have the nostalgia factor. But as far as the 3D Zeldas go, Wind mm -hmm. Waker hands down is my favorite. You know. Yeah. Screw you, Ocarina of Time lovers. <laughs> and I heard you mention on one of the other podcasts that um, Phantom Hourglass is really good. Yes, it's too. so good. So I'm like, I think that's gonna might be my next Zelda. Yeah, if kind you of don't feel mind, like I need you know, a lot of people myself. get turned off on the stylus on the DS, mm -hmm. but if you don't mind working with the stylus, and Nintendo, they know what they're doing with the stylus games. They make mm -hmm. it fun to use the stylus. It usually is incorporated really well. Mm -hmm. And I thought Phantom Hourglass was just a blast. Okay. Absolutely. Very underrated, I think, in the Zelda pantheon. Okay. Good. And speaking of Pantheon, I don't have a good segue. For this month's CC <laughs> Portable game, we played Metroid Prime Pinball for the Nintendo DS. Kicking off our Metroid double feature for January and February, as voted by you guys. You guys decided what we were going to play. And this game won our Pinball Wizards poll. So Pinball Wizards was our theme for this month. We had a bunch of pinball games up for grabs. You guys chose Metroid Prime Pinball, beating out Pinball of the Dead, Pokemon Pinball, and Revenge of the Gator. But my question, I guess, is, Mrs. Q-Dog, you a big pinball fan? I am. Are you? I do. I love pinball. Really? Uh, yeah, when I was growing up, um, my grandmother had a pinball machine in her basement. My mom is one of seven. Okay. So, um, like, my uncle, my youngest uncle, was still kind of living with my with you know, my, uh -huh. his parents, my grandmother sure. for a while. And he had bought this pinball machine and put it in my grandma's basement. So when we would visit my grandmother, we'd go play his pinball machine downstairs. Do you remember which pinball machine it was? Uh, yeah, it was the Elton John one. What? I, uh, yeah. Like that Bally. Yeah. There's an Elton John pinball yeah, machine. It Does like it play all Elton... his songs and stuff? No, 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 no. But you could tell that it was like Elton John, like circa 70s. Sure. With like the platform shoes kind of a thing and his goofy glasses and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so you so, go way back with the pinball. Yeah, so I love pinball. We would play it downstairs, you know, uh, like when we get together, like we'd have Christmas at my grandmother's. So 
the cousins would go downstairs and play pinball, or even if it was just me and my brother and sister who were visiting, we'd go downstairs and play pinball. And actually, my brother now owns the pinball machine, and it's sitting in my mom's garage, if I'm not mistaken. Shut up. The Elton John <laughs> one. Yeah. Is that the is is that the brother that I've met? Yep. The, at Portland, he's, right? Yep. He's my only one. Yep. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yep. Well, lucky him. I wonder if that's worth big money now. I don't know, but um, I'm hoping someday he'll be able to have a place and, uh, you know, put it up so I can play it again. So, yeah, so, like, when we go to PRGE, I'll, I look for the pinball machines. Yeah, I've been getting into pinball a little bit over the years. I think, I think it really, once this kind of big retro gaming boom happened um, and everybody started talking about pinball, then it made me want to... You know, because pinball to me was always keep the ball on the table. Like, if you can Mm -hmm. do that, you got it made. Mm -hmm. But you really realize that pinball games are really in depth, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and there's a lot lot more to them. And I started reading little rules down in the corner, the left-hand corner. Most pinball machines got the rules. Yeah. You know what I mean? And once you kind of realize what you're supposed to do, it really does become fun. Um, And I was just at the Retro City Festival. Um, over the weekend, and I was playing some pinball there. They had some fun machines. They had uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Indiana Jones, Star Wars, uh, mm-hmm. Creature from the Black Lagoon, Simpsons, Family Guy. A lot of a lot of fun machines. And of course, those are the ones you 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 have to wait in line to get on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta. People mm-hmm. will just not give them up. But I think the one that I had the most fun on, surprisingly, was Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, that's I, pretty cool. It's a really and you know. <laughs> It had to have come out when Game of Thrones was maybe like in its third or fourth season, which mm-hmm. is always weird to me when games come out when the show isn't like finished yet. Yeah. But this board was really fun, and I had uh, I, I I would have wasted a lot of quarters on it. Of course, it's all on free play, but I was really digging that one. So if you get a chance, play the Game of Thrones one. Okay. I, rec- I recommend it. So okay, so we got your pinball history. What about Metroid? Chat me up about your history of Metroid. So um, I remember when this came out, I was digging it, and it would be in my DS for our plane rides. I Because we travel uh, like twice a year. So you played this when it first came out? Uh-huh, yeah. Really? And, and for, like, so for me, like, like you said, pinball is pretty in-depth, but for me, like I just enjoy hitting the ball around, right, and trying to mm-hmm. do like high scores. But... Like, I could just keep playing, like, and just play and play and play. And it didn't matter. Like, at that time, I was just kind of playing it. I wasn't really playing it to, like, multi-mission and beat the game, so to speak, when we were on an airplane. Because I'm on an airplane for four hours, so. You're just going for high score. I'm just going for high scores, yep. Right. Yep. So, yeah, that was, um, because I loved pinball. And this was one of the first pinball games I remember him getting, like, us buying, Eric and I buying, and for our DSs, you know, because we got the D, the DSs too when they first came out. So it was like, oh, I can take this with me. Well, gosh darn, you're like the perfect person to have <laughs> on this podcast. I'm so happy about this. This is great. <laughs> yeah. So you played the other Metroid games, right? I mean, what 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 other Metroid so games have you played? I haven't played a single Metroid game. Really? Really? I find that surprising. Uh, you didn't play Metroid Prime? No. So Eric's favorite game, probably his most favorite game is Metroid Prime. Yeah, that's what I thought. And so I, I watched him play it. Okay. Like I, I watch, I vicariously play games through Eric because sure, he plays sure. more games than I do, right? So I watched him play it the whole time. So I totally, so and playing this game, this Metroid Prime pinball, it's like like everything's just like flooding back like that, you know, the mm-hmm. music, you know, the the worlds, you know, talent overworld, like, Phase on minds like everything, and it's like, oh yeah, I remember this. I remember watching this part, you know. So, wow. but yeah, I haven't actually played a Metroid game. So this was unless your you very want to count first. One. I do count this one. This is a okay, Metroid then. game. All right, then there it is. Yeah. I'm excited. So how did you play this game then? Did you play it on what? System? I played it on my DS with the Rumble Pack. You did. You did the Rumble Pack. What did you think about yep. the Rumble Pack? Um, it was okay. I, I guess. I mean. I thought it would rumble more. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? I thought it, and it, it kind of buzzes, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would have if if I didn't play with it, if I would be missing out. I'm not. 
I'm not sure if it was. I don't think so. I mean, I yeah. played it the, a long time without the Rumble Pack. Yeah. But for those of you that don't know, when this game was released, it came with a little Rumble Pack that you would plug into the DS Game Boy Advance cartridge mm -hmm. slot. Yeah. And add rumbling. And it's funny you say it doesn't rumble a lot, because I was actually, when I was going through my Nintendo Powers trying to find something about Metroid Prime Pinball, I found this interview with the creators, and they specifically mentioned how they balanced the rumble pack. They said they didn't want it to buzz too much, otherwise it would get annoying, and so they kind of yeah. just made it at specific moments. And yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's funny that you thought that. Yeah. So, but, you know, and maybe if it did rumble more, I'd be complaining about that, so I don't know. I know, right? But... Yeah, but I wanted to, because that was the other thing, like, because I could have played this on my 3DS, right? Mm -hmm. And I, you know, we, we traveled over Christmas, and I was like, well, do I bring my DS and do it, you know, original style with the Rumble Pack, or do I bring the 3DS and forget the Rumble? And I opted for the Rumble Pack to play it, you know, original style. Well, kudos, because I did play it on the 3DS, because I wanted the bigger screen. I uh, have experienced the Rumble Pack, and I needed to do that, but I did mm -hmm. play... Uh, this month on the 3DS. Okay. So let's talk about Metroid Prime Pinball. Let's get to the game du jour. And uh, we got a little history of the game. So it was originally released in North America on October 24, 2005, which means this actually came out before Metroid Prime Hunters for the DS, which was released in March of 2006, making this the first official Metroid game released for the Nintendo DS. I, th I thought that was interesting. That Mm-hmm. Because this is more of a spin-off. Yeah. If you will. Yeah. Um, but right. it is piggybacking on the release of Metroid Prime for the GameCube, so it kind of makes mm -hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, here's another spoiler alert. I've never actually played Metroid Prime. <gasps> so a lot of these references, I don't understand. I don't oh, know no. that. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm old school. I got the, I've played the NES and the Game Boy and the uh, Super Metroid and all that, but I've never played Metroid Prime yet. I, uh, although I have played Metroid Prime Hunters, which is weird. Hmm. That is fun. Anyway, I digress. So this is your typical uh, pinball game, single player, and it actually offers a variety of tables, six different tables, and and I love this a seventh table, but only if you play multiplayer mode. And this is one of those really cool DS games that if you just have one of the cards, you can get up to eight players. Mm -hmm. If you got friends around you, you use the local um, connection or the local yeah. multiplayer, and you can mm -hmm. all play on the one card. And mm -hmm. I didn't get a chance to try this out. Did you? Have you ever tried this? No, I haven't. I know. Uh, I was like, that would be kind of cool. But I know, um, you know, I really should look up what other games do this. I know Mario Kart DS does. Mm -hmm. which is great. And then this one. and So you get this brand new table called Magmore Caverns. I don't get the reference. Maybe you do. Um, but you can do up to eight people. Eight-player pinball. How does that work? I, I don't know if it's you each have your own board and you're playing at the same time. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's what I was wondering, too. Like, So you're just simultaneously playing? Yeah, I can't imagine on you'd all be board? on one board. Yeah. Because who would control the flippers? I'm sure it's right, just more right, of like a right. score attack thing. Who can get the highest score? Yeah, 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 and maybe there's like an elimination. Yeah, right, as you, you lose know? your three balls, you're out. Yeah, that's your scores mm -hmm. locked in, and you go down to to the last person. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, so that's our history about Metroid Prime Pinball, and as always, I have a big question for you, Melissa. Something that encompasses this whole discussion. Will we revisit at the end? Probably not. I always forget. But I'm going to give it to you now, <laughs> so we can have our listeners thinking about it as we're talking. And that okay. is. Is the Metroid Prime franchise successfully translated into pinball form? Now, like I said, I'm not, I don't know. I've only played Metroid Prime Hunters. It seems like an accurate representation, but maybe you can weigh in a little bit more as you vicariously played the game. I think it is um, an excellent, I think it's excellent um, in terms of translation into pinball, pinball form. That's I, the gist I get. Yeah. From talking what? with people and reading. Yeah, that's what you've been getting. It seems like people think it accurately represents uh, the game, yeah. It, it does. I mean, um, you know, the world, the tables, I guess you'd say, right, themselves. Mm -hmm. So you, you're totally like, oh, yeah, that's that world. I remember, you know, Talon Overworld or I remember on Mines or mm -hmm. Fendrana Drifts, you know. And then there's the mini bosses and it's like, oh, yeah, 
I remember that guy, you know, in each of those worlds. The artifacts, collecting the artifacts, that's all throughout the game, yep. you know. So uh, I, it's and all the little, you know, they have all those like little mini games where um, if your ball goes in the right spot, you know, there's like the um, what is it like the beetle battle and the oh the, yeah, there's um, a whole bunch of those, those little we'll, we'll things. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. So that, you know, it's like totally like all the little enemies all throughout the game, too, are just totally translated into pinball. And it's great. Well, fantastic. And I mean, it just lends itself. You got Samus, you mm -hmm. got the little morph ball. Yeah, it, it, mm -hmm. it makes sense more than Mario Pinball Land, which I believe is the right. same creators, but it's just Mario like in a ball form. Right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. Kirby right. makes sense. He's a ball. Mm -hmm. You know, Metroid yep. makes sense. Yep. Yeah. And so it was only a matter of time, I think. Mm -hmm. So, Melissa, if you would do me the favor, before we get into okay. the tables, there is a bit of, I guess, quote-unquote, story to this game. And I've uh -huh. given you a lengthy paragraph, as I always do, to my loyal guests. And uh, then I torture them by making them read it and All see right. if they can get through it without fumbling over the words. So, Melissa, oh, would you do man. me the honors and read the story of the game? All right, here we go. During the course of the game, the player must acquire 12 artifacts, which are prizes that are awarded after completing objectives, such as winning minigames or beating bosses. Once having acquired 12 artifacts, the player is granted access to a table called the Artifact Temple, which places six balls on the table at the same time. To complete the table, 12 different targets must be hit with the balls while they are bombarded by attacks from Meta Ridley, one of the antagonists of the Metroid Prime series. If all of the balls are lost, the table ends. The player does not lose any of the 12 artifacts already collected, but is forced to revisit another table and complete it before being allowed a second attempt at the artifact temple. Upon completing the artifact temple, access is granted to the final table, Impact Crater. After the player defeats the Metroid Prime creature on the Impact Crater table, the game unlocks a higher difficulty level, Expert Mode. Dang, girl, that? that was good. That was like, hey, Alexa, tell, read me the story of Metroid Prime. You were so perfect in that. You didn't mess up one bit. Siri ain't got well, nothing you know, this on is, you. This is a high-quality podcast, Curtis. I want to, you know, well, keep it at I only get the highest quality guests. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that was really good. I'm proud of you. Oh, thanks. Um, so, yeah, we got some, I guess, spoilers-ish stuff in there, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that as we uh, talk about each board. So let's talk about the game itself. Let's, let's get to these uh, tables. So when you start the game, you got two tables you can choose from. Uh, you got Talon Overworld and Pirate. Do you know how to say it? Is it Frigate? I think it's Frigate. Or Fri Frigate. 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 Or I might frigate? say Frigate, but... You know, like Frigid? No, I frigate? think it's like Frigate. Frigate? Frigate? I, I say frigate, but... Okay, well, we're going to say frigate the rest of the I have a funny accent, so... <laughs> so you got uh, Talon Overworld and Pirate Frigate, which I, I'm assuming are levels or worlds uh -huh. within Metroid Prime. Um, Talon Overworld is kind of a jungly type themed world. Yeah, there's a lot like of vegetation. a waterfall. Uh-huh. And then Pirate Frigate is like on a spaceship, you know, very metallic. Yes. And... Um, and that sort of look. It's, tell me, what do what, what you think about these, uh, these tables, and which one did you choose to start with? I chose Talon Overworld, because mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken, I, I could be mistaken, right? Because, first of all, Eric played this game a long time ago, and I also have the worst memory. But I think that's like, like one of the main areas that you're always kind of going back to mm -hmm. in Metroid Prime itself. Mm -hmm. So I chose that when I was first starting to play. And then when... I lose all my balls and, and you know have to start again. I then eventually I I'd go try pirate frigate and see if I could yeah advance with that one and that one was no good and so then I, really I kept trying with talent overworld to progress into the game more. Why was pirate frigate no good? I don't know. It just I don't know. It had that third flipper mm -hmm. up, and I thought that would like actually be more helpful. And I would like hit more things and get, and it wasn't. And I just, plus it had the pirates on there, which would annoy me. Yeah. Those were t difficult. That was like one yes. of the mini games. Yes. The, the mm -hmm. pirates. Yeah. And you know, and throughout Metroid Prime itself, the game itself, those are annoying little guys and yeah. 
the much of the main uh, enemies throughout the game and they suck. So I was like, let's go back to Talon Overworld. Yeah, I guess I should mention there is, you know, like you said when we were reading the story, the the goal of the game is to get twelve Chozo artifacts. Once mm-hmm. you get the twelve, you can kind of go to the final two tables and do your boss fights and all that. And so when you're starting the game, you got these two tables to choose from, and you can really accomplish a majority of what you need to do on just one of the tables. It's, mm-hmm. it's not as if you need to do both equally. Right. And so I, too, would choose Talon Overworld. I just think that board was so much easier to mm-hmm. navigate and maneuver than mm-hmm. Pirate Frigate. I don't know what it was. I could never yeah. last long on Pirate Frigate. And I would the only time I would ever play it was just to change things up and mm-hmm. like get, get a little palate cleanse. Mm-hmm, Otherwise, mm-hmm. I would avoid it at all costs. I hated yeah. traveling there. It just yeah. it, it it frustrated me, and I don't know why. And I think it's just maybe the board or the table layout. Yeah. And that third flipper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I also like the mini, um, like I guess you would call them like mini games, right? On table two on the Talon Overworld. Yeah. Also, right? Like all those little mini. Yeah, because they were you... different on yes. each table. And yes. I guess I, here, I got a little list of some of these. Maybe we can talk about some of them. So um, you got Gunship Multi Ball, which is when you just get m- multiple balls, right? Yeah, I think that's like when your ball went up into the ship and yes. then it got lost, right? That was so on I Talon think, Overworld. Yes. And so, like, I think after you collected like three of them in there, mm-hmm. then you'd get this Gunship Multi Ball. That's what I thought happened. Right. And then uh, Clone Multi Ball, which was the pirate frigate version of that where you would you'd have to clone your ball three times and then you'd get yeah. the multi-ball mm-hmm. uh, phase on multi-ball which was a total trip that's where you'd have the red and yeah. the blue balls mm-hmm. and you'd have to collect all the little red orbs around mm-hmm. the table and all the blue orbs but right. if you have two balls in in play at the time you have a red ball and a blue mm-hmm. ball if the red ball hits the blue orb it bounces off of it mm-hmm. and if the you know and vice versa if the blue ball hits a red orb it bounces off of it so it's really chaotic when you got that and it's yeah. actually really hard to beat that little yeah. mini game did you and okay so let me ask you like when you played when you got that phase on multi-ball too were you like aiming you know like maiming your blue ball at the blue i and absolutely was yeah oh i was not i was no just like, i mean it was, was, was kind of looking at my flippers and making sure that like i didn't lose my balls like yeah that was, i mean it's hard don't get me wrong it was hard yeah and you, you almost have to get to a certain point where you've collected enough orbs that your balls just aren't bouncing everywhere and you can kind of see mm-hmm. what's going on and then i would start aiming and i i did beat it a couple times but it was difficult yeah yeah um and then you got parasite purge which i think is just a bunch of flying bugs flying at you right uh that's where like the fly that's on pirate frigate and they like fly yeah. at you they like a uh, little flying like, no it wasn't that shriek back shriek bat shootout oh maybe oh yeah i think you're right shriek i hated shriek back shriek bat shootout those were the like they look like little bats and they go they, yep. they shriek at you yeah when they'd come at you i hated that one yes that was i did not like that one um and let's see you got burrower bash Beetle Blast, Metroid Beetle Blast Mania. was my favorite. Beetle Blast? I could do that one perfectly almost every time. Beetle Blast is where they would come out. They wouldn't come at you. You would have to navigate the ball around. No, no. And... That was Burrower Bash. Oh. <laughs> I just kidding. <laughs> That's I okay. <laughs> Beetle Blast is when they were coming at you and you were shooting. Yeah, they'd come out from the ground and, and like two would come at you. You gotcha. know, from each side. And yep. then more would come yep. all together. Yeah, I was really good at that. And, yeah. and for each table you have or for um that that table you have three levels of it so as Mm -hmm. you complete one and i could usually perfect it you go up to like level three and it's harder they come at you faster from you know harder angles um metroid mania i didn't like that's your your bouncing anything where you had to bounce off something that was really close Mm -hmm. to the flippers i never liked Mm -hmm. because you inevitably bounce it off that and it'd fly right they go right down the middle yep uh, phase on frenzy. Do you remember that one? Uh, okay, moving no, on. <laughs> space pirate panic. We talked about a little bit. That's yeah. where you're trying to kill the three space pirates. Very, mm-hmm. very difficult. As is Triclops terror. Oh, Triclops. Yeah, it, they would grab the balls. Yep. And they were like these little, little. Uh, I don't know. Aliens. They would grab the ball Kinda, and shoot it down. Yeah. Yeah. They were like with their jaws. Yep. You know, they grab you. And like, so you'd have to use the little uh, bomb things that you had. You know, you had like the Correct, little the power purple bombs. bomb things to try to. Mm-hmm. 
And then there was good wall jump, which I was pretty good at. I don't think I ever failed on that. Did you? I failed a couple times. It was almost like, because I, 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 I was almost like I had to um, anticipate, like when I was almost ready to, like right. when I was almost at the wall and then jump, like right before I got there, like then that kind of worked better for me. So after a couple times, it, mm-hmm. I got it. So That one was fun. I liked wall jump. Yeah. And hurry up, which is typical of, many pinball games you get a hurry up you get a higher score if you hit certain mm-hmm. ramps mm-hmm. and uh, i actually really liked hurry up because it's i know what to do <laughs> you yeah, just gotta right, hit those right, right. ramps and, and there's there's aim. no enemy trying to keep you from doing it no so there's like no anxiety you right know, it's just it's mm-hmm. hurry up and if you don't get it well you don't get the points no big deal yeah mm-hmm. um and in a nutshell that's the the first two tables and again, mm-hmm. you're trying to collect artifacts. And I believe after you collect, I want to say three artifacts, is when the destination selection opens up and you can travel to a different board. Mm-hmm. Right. And once you pull that off, uh, you get two more boards you, that open up, or two more tables. You get Fendrana Drifts and Phazon Mines. And these mm-hmm. ones were fun. These were like smaller tables, mm-hmm. typically. But each one of them has a boss fight. Yeah. So why don't we talk about Fendrana Drifts first? Uh, I like that one better. That one, to me, that one was easier. Okay. I thought the boss fight was easier sure. on that one. So that's more. That's kind of like a snow level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the boss the, is the Omega Pirate, which is like a rock monster. Right. That you usually can get two hits on. Mm-hmm. And then he'll exactly. r- turn into a rock ball, roll mm-hmm. around. And that's when you use your power bomb to Correct. get him out of that. And you actually unlock the power bomb in that or on that table. Right. Right, right. Before he shows up, you unlock that mm-hmm. and then he shows up. So, yeah. The only problem was um like the what were those those tries, Sarah? Triclops. Triclops guys would kind of get in the way yeah. when you're trying to get up there to mm-hmm. hit them and they're pushing you down. Right. Yeah, so, so we should mention too obviously that on the DS it uses both screens. It's like mm-hmm. one long board and um Typically, the way it was designed, I think, was really smart because each screen is almost like a, a screen or a table unto itself. Right. You know what I mean? Like especially mm-hmm. in, in these uh, the, this third and fourth table, mm-hmm. the top screen is where you do the boss fight and the bottom screen is just, uh, you know, there's smaller enemies and right. different power-ups and stuff you can do to get back up to the top part of the table, which there are two flippers at the top as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and another interesting thing I thought to mention that the, the thing that got me the most wasn't losing my ball. It was running out of health on these oh. boss fights because Samus actually has like a health bar. Mm-hmm. And I think you can take something up to, I want to say maybe 10 hits, some, something yeah, like yep. that. Mm-hmm. And if you run out of health, boom, your ball blows up and you got to, you start over again. And I, I, on this rock monster one. More yeah. often than not, that's what would happen is I'd run out of health because it would roll around and hit me too much. Uh, yeah. At that point, like um, when he – when I knew he was going to go into the ball, I just let my ball down, like go so that it would go down. Right. And then I tried to stay down below for a little bit. I would do that he, too. That's a good yeah. strategy, although you run the risk because the triclops are down there. Yeah. But the triclops are going to grab your ball and try and throw it down the hole. I know. Throw it down so the it hole, is yeah. a risk versus reward yeah. sort of thing. I know. I know. Um, and that's Fendrana Drifts. Like I said, I think we both like that mm-hmm. that table. Yeah. And then table four was Phazon Mines, which I actually think I preferred this one over oh. Fendrana Drifts. Okay. Um, I, between those two, I, I think mm-hmm. I um, like that. And this one, you uh, the weapon you unlock is the missile missile launcher. Which yes. Is fun. Um, although the missile launcher you can only use when you're in like Samus spacesuit mode, where you're standing on the thing shooting. Yeah, yeah, where you get the you get the little um, like Samus symbol. Yep. Comes attack in the mode or what is it called? Yeah, the attack mode. Yep, attack I think mode. that's what they call it. So when you hit the Samus symbol, you're in attack mode, and then you can shoot, and that's when you use your bombs, which was kind of difficult, right? Because um, like that's what really hurt the boss, and you didn't like for me. I didn't get that. I I felt like I didn't get that a lot. Like, no, I like, yeah, because you I run out of missiles and that. then it takes forever yeah. to build it back up. Yeah. And to unlock, and then again, you have to unlock attack mode. Yep. Whereas the power bombs you can use throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I mean, so this boss is this 
again, if you were familiar with mm-hmm. Metroid Prime, you probably know who I'm talking about. It's called an Omega yeah. Pirate. And mm-hmm. he his main attack is he he kind of like slams the ground and it sends a shockwave. Yeah. Which, you know, is shoots your ball down or in whatever direction you're facing at the time. Yeah. Uh, which can be difficult to get around. I found if you stayed in the top screen and, and you did your best to yes. stay up there, you were pretty safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I found too. I um and I only bested him once. Really? Yeah, I this he was hard like that that was the hardest one for me. That's why I like the Fendrana drifts because that one I almost always beat, but the phase on mines is where I had more trouble. So I was opposite of you. Okay. Yeah. And again, this has three levels, so as you beat it, it gets harder if you go back uh-huh. to that. Uh-huh. And oh, one thing we should talk about that I don't think we mentioned yet as far as the flipper. So obviously you got the flippers, which is the left and right trigger buttons mm-hmm. on your DS. Um, but then there's also the touchscreen feature, which allows you to tilt the board. Mm-hmm. Did you use this feature? And what do you think about it? I did. I did try to use it like when it looked like my ball was... Um, when like if my ball kind of slowed down up the top, you know, and like and it looked like it was I, just going to come straight down the middle. Yep, yep. That's when I used it to try to get it move it over a little bit. So I didn't. I wouldn't say I took advantage of it a lot, but you know, once in a while it was there. It. I don't know. I I don't know if I would say that it that it was a really cool feature, but it, it was good that it was there. You know, I don't know. I guess I was just neutral about it. Well, maybe. it is a popular tactic. Whilst yeah. playing real pinball, mm-hmm, right. I never seemed to get a handle on it. I could okay. not master it. Maybe you can give me some tips or our listeners some tips on how to use it correctly. Oh, I didn't know there was like using it correctly. I just kind of put my hand, like swipe my hand over it. So to... you would swipe it because I see, I felt like I would touch the screen, nothing would happen. Oh, no, you swipe. I swiped. Okay. I so swiped swipe. it. And just with your it finger. Would shake. Yeah, then it would shake. And it would shake. Do you see it shake? Yeah, you see the screen. The, the the screen would move left and right a little bit. I see. I don't think I ever pulled that off. Uh, I'm gonna have to try that. I, I like swipe it like I did my phone. <laughs> well, I'll be darned. Do yeah. I not have a soul? Am I not registering when I touch the screen? What's going on? I couldn't get it to work. I don't. Maybe it's different on the 3D. Maybe there, it's not as. I don't know, maybe the translation, like playing it on the 3DS, I don't know. That's a good point. I have no idea. But yeah, I never, I, I could never get it to work in my favor. And I feel like had I mastered that, then I would have really got a high mm. score. Okay. I was pretty much good at anything else. I would learn, I learned the boards. I got really good yeah. at aiming and, and all that stuff. But I could never get the tilt down. Uh, hmm. hmm. Go back and try it again. Yeah. Just do a single mission. Try it again. Yeah, exactly. Sing, get, get that high score. Oh, yeah. you know, we should talk about that. So you got a couple options at the beginning of the game. You got single mission, which is you mm-hmm. just play one board. Yep. Or you got multi-mission, and that's when you're kind of doing the story, which is what we're talking mm-hmm. about now. Right. And in single mission, I believe you can only do Talon Overworld and Pirate Frigate, right? I don't think Yep, can... that's correct. Yeah, you only get the two boards. But then when you do the multi-mission and you go further, you know, and you get the new tables, then they show up in the single mission. Aha. It all makes sense now. You think so I would have op- done my research, but I didn't. It open it opens it opens new tables up for you. Hmm. Uh, so back to multi mission mode. Mm-hmm. So those are your four boards that you're kind of bouncing back and forth between, um, right? To get the twelve Chozo artifacts, mm-hmm. and once you do collect the twelve Chozo artifacts, you can go to table five, which is the artifact temple. And you would mm-hmm. think that this is like the last table of the game. Right. But spoiler alert, it's totally not. Ugh. But Melissa, chat me up about the artifact temple. What do you what do you do on that one? So at first so at first I was like I, there's all these like first of all it's multi ball coming mm-hmm. at you, right? Like so, I want to say six, right? Yeah, I think that's right, six. And so I was like, Oh my gosh. And so then I wasn't sure what's going on. And then all of a sudden, you know, Ridley, Meta Ridley comes and is attacking you with fireballs or whatever, and you're like, dude. Come on, I'm trying to do so. I've got six. I'm juggling six balls here. Can you give me a break? You know. Uh, so you're supposed to get the balls into the. I don't know what you call them. Like temple ball holders. holders? Yeah, ball holders. <laughs> Ancient <laughs> ball holders. 
people are going to have a field day with this, yeah. <laughs> this podcast. Uh, so you have to get the six balls into their spots. There are 12 spots. Yeah. You got to get in. Yeah. Which requires very precise aiming. And when I say very precise, I mean very precise. Yes. And I was at first I was just, you know, like when I get the multi balls, a lot of times I'm just like watching my flippers. Right. And I'll just mm -hmm. be like, you know, because I'm just, you know, in the other uh, areas, you're just high scoring it. So I'll just hit my flippers so that the balls stay in place, you yep. know, and they're getting they're scoring. But I was doing this and I was like, I, these balls need to go in a certain spot. So I got to start, you know, knowing where I'm hitting the ball and making sure it's on the flipper at the exact spot it needs to go to go into my spot. So. Um, so I'll, I'll tell you this, there's only one time when I, um, progressed through the game, uh, and, and almost beat it. Most of the time I, I never had the problem of, of Samus losing her health. I just lost all my, all, balls. all my balls. And so, um, I actually did the artifact temple on the first try. I was, you got it on your first try Yeah, on the first try. Yeah. I was a little surprised. I had one ball left and I had to get in this one spot, which is really, it was like at the worst angle. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get this. And then it, it did it. And I was like, Oh, thank goodness I did that. Cause I don't know if I could do it again. <laughs> I found, well, there's, there's two things I found. I would always get down to one ball holder left mm -hmm. and then, you know, run out of balls or Ridley because mm -hmm. Ridley is attacking you, which destroys your right. balls. And you can just lose them normally by them dropping down the bottom. However, the good news is if you drop down the bottom and don't get all the 12 ball holders, you don't lose a ball. You just go back to one of the other tables. And yeah. you have to kind of build your way back up to the artifact temple, which is great. I th that's fantastic mm -hmm. that they did that because yeah. yeah. then you, you don't get a game over. Mm, um, but yeah, I always found I would get down to just one thing left and then have the hardest time getting that last ball in however if you do get that last ball in mm -hmm. you get all the 12 ball holders you collect is it like the last artifact or you just get transported yeah to the final table so you made it to table six yeah and that's now the, the that's the um is that the spider that is the impact crater yeah correct and so this is the final table of the game where you yeah. face the final boss of the game Right. Okay, so tell me about this. You made it there. I'm proud of you. I know. I was like, you know, um, it just like all clicked. I don't know. I was at, <laughs> my girls were at, uh, my girls do gymnastics, so we were there for an hour and a half. So I'm like, I'm going to play this game and I'm going to win it. And so I got up to that table, Impact Crater, and then we had to leave. So I got to the Impact Crater. The, I was having a little trouble, though, because you have to, you had to go around the board and on your way collect Phazon, I think it is. That you know, you're so you as Samus Ball would would glow, would glow have glow green, a, and you're you're yeah. almost like electrified, and that would yes. make you powerful then, enough to attack. Right. The the boss, which is uh, is it Metroid Prime? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it, it's I, you know I don't know if we want to. I guess you know people play this; they've played Prime, right? Yeah. So, well, you know, at the end of Prime, you know, at the end of the game, like, it turns into this, yeah, it turns into this That's big... the same thing in this Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh -huh. <laughs> After the fact. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, so you got two ramps that go, one goes to the right and one goes to the left. And in, right. And the very top of these ramps, you got these green little uh, chargers, if you will, that once mm -hmm. the ball passes through it, Samus gets charged up. Um, yeah. Actually, it's called the, the fourth ball. Mm -hmm, okay. You get the force ball. That's that's your weapon. And then once you hit the spider, Metroid Prime looks mm -hmm. like a spider, kind of like a crab yeah. spider type thing. Mm -hmm. Once you hit that, you damage it and rinse and repeat. Um, right. However, you can't just go up the ramps willy nilly because the spider's blocking them, and right. the spider will allow one ramp open. So then you have to aim for that ramp. You know, rinse and repeat until you deplete it of its energy, and then it actually turns into like a hovering. You know, blobby, ghost-looking Metroid. Oh, like like the actual Metroid look. You mean mm, not like not the... a Metroid. It's kind of it's got like uh, these wispy, like tail things flying. I don't know. I don't know if that's okay. what it looks like in Metroid Prime. Again, I haven't played it, but that's that's the final boss, and you do the uh, you do the same thing. Uh, 
Okay. And then once you beat it, you beat the game. And you're done. Easy peasy. Easy peasy, right? (laughs) It's actually very difficult. So did you beat the game? Yes. No, I didn't. Oh, are you going to try? I was going to try again. So, um, yeah, the problem was like I was like I couldn't believe how well I was doing that night. This was last Wednesday night. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm like at the final table. I'm going to like totally win this. But then we had to go home and we had to eat dinner. Oops, sorry. And Take your pills, Mr. Q-Dog. <laughs> uh, um, that's what happens when you're old, man. You got to <laughs> set timers for everything. Uh, you um, we came home, had dinner, put the kids to bed. And uh, then it was maybe like two hours later and I started back up and I was just losing ball after ball. I had like three or four balls mm-hmm. and I lost them all, like just in a matter of minutes. And I there was like, is something to be said about it. that pinball mojo. Yeah. You get in the rhythm and if you set it down and come back, you just don't have it anymore. It's weird. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. So, and I haven't been able to kind of get that back again. So, well, but you I know, believe it's not the you. end of the month. So, oh, you did. Very nice. Well, I well, I did beat it, but I also I said I believe in you. I think you can oh, do it. Oh. Yeah, I think so too. So, but you know, the problem is, is it, it? So that was like about an hour. That was a little bit over an hour, right? So I, I'd like to have like a chunk of hour and a half time, right? Just to, and having yeah. a chunk of hour and a half, you know, not being bothered right. by anybody else is is hard to find. Yes, un, uninterrupted time when yes, you got kids like that. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to find. I yes. would know. I have no kids. Um, <laughs> so I actually, this is a neat thing. I found some trivia about this game. Okay. And I don't. I haven't done trivia before for the CC Portable game, but I thought this would be fun just to do some trivia. You know, I got like mm-hmm. five pieces of trivia, so maybe we okay. can uh, go back and forth. You want me to go first, or you go first? Uh, you can go first. Sure. See so, how well you do. What? I said, see how well you do. See how well I do? Yeah, it's because this first (laughs) one's long. Uh, (laughs) So first piece of trivia. The game is considered by some fans to be the... I already screwed it up. (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) This game is considered by some fans to be the spiritual successors of Galactic Pinball for the Nintendo Virtual Boy. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Uh, This is because both are space-themed pinball games and are Metroid. Both are Metroid-themed. Did you know that Galactic Pinball was Metroid-themed? As no. although it's lightly Metroid themed because yeah. Samus only appears in a mini game on the cosmic stage of Galactic uh-huh. Pinball. Kind of neat though, huh? Yeah, yeah. For all you okay, VB the- fans out there. Uh, how many are there? Five. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The Space Pirate Frigate's background music is a remix of the original Brin Stars, whereas. The Parasite Purge and <laughs> Triclops Terror minigames feature the theme from the Hive Mecha and Incinerator Drone mini bosses. The former was also later reused in Super Smash Bros. Brawl, although a narration by Jay Ward was added. So for you music fans out there, hopefully you take away nope. something from that because I don't care. Uh. <laughs> uh, so the title... Uh, and Game Over themes are actually from Metroid Prime 2 Echoes. And Samus also has the Seeker missile, without the Seeking, uh, Screw Attack, and Wall Jump from Echoes, which did not feature in the Prime game that this is based on. So kind of, that was kind of neat, a uh, little foreshadowing of what was yeah. to come. I thought that was cool. Very nice. Strangely, there is no table based on the Chozo Ruins. That is strange. I know. Come on, people. Cho- yeah, where's the Chozo Runes? Trust me, I know. I have played yeah. Metroid Prime, and I understand that reference. Chozo Ruins. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> and, but I think that my favorite piece of trivia is this. Yes. In Japan, the game sold zero copies on its launch week, <laughs> reaching a total of 15,541 units sold lifetime there. How crazy is that? Yikes. They must not like pinball in Japan. That's the only thing I can think of because, like, I can't imagine a Metroid game wouldn't sell. So they must just hate pinball. Yeah. That's that a is trick. kinda crazy. Yeah. Zero games. Like, do you think Nintendo was freaking out after yeah. that? Yeah. I would think they'd be like, oh, this is our last pinball game. Yeah. That's wild. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so moving on, pinball is all about high scores, and we teamed up with, although I don't want to really say we teamed up because it feels like the beat my score section on Cartridge Club is just kind of being, you know, ran by whoever wants to do it. There's nobody really yeah. in charge over there anymore, <laughs> right? Well, I thought there was somebody in charge this of is it, like, but... This is like the Trump administration where there's like a million <laughs> positions that are unfilled and it's like, who's running that joint over there? <laughs> Nobody's running that joint over there. I thought Rocket Sauce was in charge. Yeah. I don't know if he is, but I made it. Maybe a... he wasn't playing this game. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I guess he has to be involved. Who knows? That's all speculation. But I created a Beat My Score, and we did have some people who chimed in, and actually, it got pretty heated there at the end. Oh, I don't my know goodness. If you, you saw on Twitter, it was going back and forth between uh, two people, and it, yeah. it got pretty wild. It was kind of a. Did you see King of Kong with uh, no. Billy Mitchell and Steve Wiebe about the Donkey Kong? Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How they keep one upping each other's score, <laughs> you know, all that. Well, it was kind of like that at the, yeah. at the end of the month here. So uh, we'll just quickly go over Beat My Score. So we had uh, five people submit scores, and uh, pretty impressive if you've played the game, actually, because mm-hmm. get, getting a high score in this is tough. And so mm-hmm. I give props to everyone who submitted the score. Um, first, we got Monkey Girl, who I'm not, I don't know if I know you, Monkey Girl, but thank you for submitting a score. She just played the game for the first time, got 634,280 which is very respectable for someone who's just coming out of the blue playing this game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because when I picked it up again, I was getting like 10,000, 12,000. It was pathetic. <laughs> pathetic. Uh, next, we had Mrs. Q-Dog. Mrs. Q-Dog, what did you top out at so far? I topped out. This was that uh, one where I almost won it that once it down. So that oh, okay. was at 6,317,750. So I was like, I was like, ooh, I'm getting extra balls for this. That, you know? Yeah, and that's what it's all about. You gotta get those extra balls, yeah, man. That's really what it is, too. Yeah, yeah. So that. Did you? You know how um, if you hit this one section twice, there was like a roulette, yep. and you hit the yep. B button to. Yep. Did you find a pattern? Not at all. Like okay. I just hoped I got an extra ball. Yeah, that was that was me too. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So Mrs. Q-Dog coming out with 6 million plus. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Followed uh, next by me, my high you. score. I'm so disappointed I couldn't crack 10 million. I ended oh. at 9,930,760. So close to 10 million. Wow. Almost you know, you get a new You get a new ball at 10 million too. I know. I know. Oh. And that, that was actually the playthrough that I beat the game on ah. was that one. Okay. Um, and in the top two places, like I said, back and forth, who was going to take the top spot? Well, coming in second with 12,217,300, unbelievable score, Chris Roberts. Man, that was crazy. That one's crazy. And for a majority of the month, he had the yeah. top spot. It didn't look like anybody was even going to get close to touching that score, but someone Mm-mm. did. And for a grand total of 14,763,220, Matt Bandy takes the cake. Woo! Nice job. Congrats, Matt. That is nuts. I don't know how long he must have been playing that game to get 14 million. I don't know. I know he played it through twice also. So He did. Well, he played it through yeah. many times. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, um, but he beat yeah. it like twice in a row, yeah. Yes, that's what I mean. He beat it twice just this month for the for the Cartridge Club. Yeah. So, so thanks nice to every. Twice. So, sorry. I said so nice. He beat it twice. So nice. He beat. It. Yeah, that's right. That's what we put on Twitter. <laughs> so thank you to everyone who submitted to beat my score. Of course, if you think you can top that, you feel you know feel free to add your score. This is not a once the game is done for the month. Beat my score is over. If you ever beat it, somebody please take down Matt Bandy. That's basically, that's what I'm getting to. <laughs> I just want, want somebody to take down Matt Bandy. He's getting cocky. He's yeah, getting we just want to bring cocky. him down a notch. Yeah, I got to take him down a peg, <laughs> you know, put him in his place. So please, someone do that. Mrs. Q-Dog, we're getting close to wrapping up Metroid Prime okay. Pinball, but I got three questions for you. So if you would do me the honor of answering these three. Question number one, who is this game for? I think well, I think this game is for anyone who I think this game is for anyone, honestly. Yeah. Uh, this is um, you know little kids could play it, mm-hmm. not even knowing the story. Right? It doesn't matter if you know the story. 
you know, it's pinball. You're hitting the flippers, you're keeping your balls up, and you're getting a high score. I agree. So. I, I think it's anybody can pick this up. It's a fun mm-hmm. little time yeah. waster, really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's easy, looking, to, you know, like, it's easy to learn, difficult to master. And those yes. are the perfect kind of games, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Question number two, is this a good portable game? Uh, it's a perfect portable game. Yeah, I perfect agree. Perfect portable game. Seems like a silly you, question. This one's great. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And, and, you know, I played on the – it's like we said, you can pick it up and play for as long as you want, right? And mm-hmm. so wherever you are, you're playing it. I Absolutely. leave this thing in my purse. I'm playing a game here and there. Couldn't agree more. Question number three, out of five, five being perfect, how would you rate this game? Ooh, I might have to say five. Really? I like. I love this game. Perfect you know? game. And, and I don't, you know, and maybe, like, I don't even feel like I am necessarily, like, I know Matt Bandy's got that 14 million. Yeah. But I, I'm okay not beating Matt Bandy at 14 million. I'm okay just picking it up and playing it. I just love pinball, you know? Yeah. So... You know, if if if, it's, if I don't go for the story, I just single mission it. It's great. It's a five for me. Well, I I was bouncing back and forth on because I want to be careful about how I just give out fives. You know, so okay. um, I don't know what I want to give it. Um, I'm gonna give it a four. It's okay. But that is a, that is a it's a very high four. Okay. Just because I want to, I want to be careful the way I give out. I don't just want to yeah. willy nilly be throwing yeah, out fives. Yeah. But this game is just about as good as a Metroid pinball or just a pinball game in general game mm-hmm. could be. Very fun. Mm-hmm. Cannot recommend it enough. Mhm. Mhm. Now we would normally be moving into our portable power section where I read a little something from Nintendo Power. But wouldn't you know it? Of the maybe thirty no issues way. I don't have. I don't have the issue that has you, the review for Metroid Prime Pinball. Do you know what, what issue number that is? It is volume 198. All right. If you want to pause it a second, I can check my uh, – I can check our – I can check ours if you want. Do you have it? Well, we have Nintendo Powers, but, I, you know, various ones. I'll be darned. You want me to go find – go see if we have 198? Yeah, go check. Okay, let me, I gotta go check. Hold on a second. Okay, I'll be here. Okay. Nope. He might have a game informer, but. It's okay. Yeah, so volume 198, I have like 196, 97, 99, 200. It's like the one I'm missing. And there (sighs) is other articles about it, but I really wanted to read the review. Of it. Like yeah. I said, I read that article uh, with the creators, but you know, there's nothing yeah. that grabs my eye. Eh, not worth it. But I would like to hear what they gave it as a review. Yeah, I know. So there you go. So we're skipping over portable power. All right. And we are getting on to what you thought of the game. Two Woo. word review time. We had some good two word reviews this month. Starting off, you want to go back and forth on this? Why don't you ladies first this time? All right. Our good friend Matt Bandy says it is pinfall. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, man. Sorry, Matt. Matt says it's pinball perfection. Yep. Buried on Mars says Samus Balls. Oh, Mars. Okay, uh, Diego Avila says, Sweet Artifacts. Chris Roberts, I don't know if he was actually intending this to be a two-word review, but it's two words, so I'm going to count it. Chris Roberts says, Battery Works. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> and, <laughs> and our good friend Dean Lasagna, Round 2 Gaming, says, Bounty Baller little alliteration there mm-hmm. melissa did you have a two-word review i do Ooh. my two-word review is debt music oh yeah so you like the music in this huh? i do because like i said like um i don't know especially in that talent overworld 
you know, the music in that one. And then, yep. you know, it's also the sound effects. If I had mm-hmm. a second one, it'd be sound effects because, you know, like you get the thunder and the rain. And I just remember that from the game itself. And I just thought that was really cool. Like the graphics themselves in Metroid Prime game itself, you yeah. know, was really cool. So that music. Mm-hmm. Well, I happen to have a two word review myself. I said Samus Spinball. Ooh. You know, a, a play on the old Sonic Spinball, but instead ah. of Sonic, I took out that and replaced it with Samus. <laughs> I'm so clever. You're so clever. Moving on. And that's it. Oh, wait, nope, nope. That's not it. Hold on. There's one more thing. Okay. I always like to recommend another game. If you're, if you're digging this, you want something else, a similar flavor, similar vibe, I give you something to check out. And this month, if you like this game, I'm going to suggest you play Pokemon Pinball, specifically Ruby and Sapphire. This was one of the other options for mm-hmm. Pinball Wizards. Didn't win, but let me tell you, I love it. Okay. Have you played it? No, I have not played that one. It's Pokemon and Pinball, another perfect combination, and you're, you catch Pokemon. You got oh. a Pokedex. It's... it's it's so fun. I mean, if you're a collector and you got that OCD collecting stuff, you'll be playing this game for hours and hours and hours. You know, it's it's really fun. Does Layla play it? Has she played it? She hasn't played it because I, I I haven't showed her yet. Oh, because she's a big Pokemon fan. She's a so. huge Pokemon fan. I, know. I don't want to get her another Pokemon game. I try and get her into other games, and she's like, no, just give me Pokemon. She's super effective. I know. Super effective. <laughs> uh, did you have anything that, that you would want to recommend? Uh, no, you know, um, we also have that, um, Pinball of the Dead. Yes. And I've played that and I've enjoyed it. But again, I think I would enjoy any pinball game there is. So. Well, there you go. Pokemon Pinball and Pinball of the Dead. Check them out. They're both on the Game Boy Advance. They're fantastic. Even though they were losers, but that's okay. That's true. (laughs) But we're giving them love here. Yeah. And that's it for Metroid Prime Pinball. Woo! We did it. Woo! We got through. I think we covered everything we possibly could. Good, good. Everything we possibly Ooh. could for this game. And now it's time to talk about what's coming up. Mm. Are you excited? Yes, I'm very excited. Well, I hope so. Because next month we are continuing our Metroid double feature with Metroid. Fusion for the Game Boy Advance, as voted by you, loyal listeners. What do you think about that? I think it'll be a good month. Have you played it? Are you going to play no. it? No. I don't know. I might. Uh, February is a very busy month for me. So So that means no. Uh, probably no. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Just be honest up front with me, Melissa. <sighs> probably not. No, sorry. Well, it's a great game. Did you play Super Metroid? No. Oh, well, I then told maybe you, you shouldn't I play told Metroid you this Fusion. is my first Metroid game, right? Oh, duh. <laughs> Durr. That's okay. Well, Metroid Fusion is actually the direct sequel to Super Metroid for the Super ah. Nintendo. This is Metroid 4 of the original uh, games. Um, really fun on the Game Boy Advance. Check it out. Play along. Let us know what you think on the forums at Cartridge Club. I'll get to that plug in a little bit. But first, let's talk about what's coming up in March. And so we, uh, the theme of the month, was March Madness. And what that means is I didn't give you games to choose from and vote on. I gave you systems. And the only requirement being that you play a game on this system for this month. And you guys chose the Nintendo DS slash 3DS. And let me tell you, that gives a lot of choices because I, people are going to ask, does that mean we got to play a Nintendo 3DS game or, or, or a DS game? You know, the, the, what about the eShop? What about the Game Boy Advance slot? You guys chose this system. I don't care what game you play. If, it, if you can play it on either of those systems, play it. That means eShop, Game Boy Advance, you got a lot of choices. The only thing I ask is I want your review. It's going to be kind of a clip show, if you will, for that month for the podcast. I want to hear about all the games you guys are playing out there, so make sure to leave a review on the forums at cartridgeclub.org. I want to hear what you guys are playing, and please, Melissa, tell me you're playing something in March. I'll play something in March. You got an idea? Well, I can always fall back on Animal Crossing New Leaf. Boom. That's always in my 3DS. And what are you going to do when you play it? I'm going to leave a review on the cartridgeclub.org. You're the best. 
You're the best. You get it. You mm-hmm. get it. Um, and again, don't don't go overboard with these reviews. It, it, if you want to leave a one sentence review, fine by me. You want to leave a two word review, also fine by me. Just anything a review. That's all I want. Let's get as many games as we can. Let's blow up those forums in March. That's what it's about. But now, ba 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 ba, drum roll, please. The big April Ooh. game announcement. Are you ready for this? Let me hear it. Oh man. Don't think I forgot about you Sega fans out there, because I know since the inception of CC Portable, we have not played a Sega game console yet. Well, get ready, kids. Dust off those game gears, because the theme of April is ring cleaning. little play on words there. Spring cleaning, ring cleaning, get it? We're going to be playing Sonic games for the Sega Game Gear. Oh, man. All those Sonic fans out there are going to love April. Oh, yeah. Now, there is 10 games, I believe, that came out for the Sega Game Gear. I tried to pick the four most interesting games that I could, as well as the four most easily accessible, as I know everybody does not own a Game Gear. Uh, If anybody does, a working Game (laughs) Gear at that. Yeah, a working one. So, uh, the four games I chose are this. This is what you're going to have to choose between on the voting for April. It's going to be Sonic Drift 2. It's a racing game. It's Sonic's answer to Mario Kart. Is it any good? Well, you'll have to vote and find out. The other one is Sonic Triple Trouble. Now this uh, has Tails, Sonic, and Knuckles in it. It's more of a basic standard platforming game, as you would know, a regular Sonic game, if you will. Then we got Tails Adventure. Now this one is fun because this is Tails' uh, first solo adventure game. You don't play as Sonic, you only play as Tails. From what I understand, it plays a little bit differently than Sonic. It's not so much uh, running as fast as you can, doing the loops, none of that stuff. This is a little bit slower paced, a little bit more platforming. So if you want to check out what Tails did on the Game Gear, vote for Tails Adventure. And then finally, a classic, just the first Sonic the Hedgehog on the Game Gear. Classic that started it all. this one is different than the one that came out on the Master System or the Genesis. It is its own game unto the Sega Game Gear, and it is supposedly better than Sonic the Hedgehog 2, also for the Game Gear, and also different than Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on the Genesis. So if that's what you want to play, vote for that. All of these games, all four of these games, are available on the Nintendo eShop, so if you don't own a Game Gear, you will be able to play them on your 3DS um, or uh, any other things that you need to use the eShop for? Is there anything else? Can you do it on the Wii U? I don't know. Can the Wii U or the Switch? Maybe. I don't know. But they're five bucks. So whatever game wins, five bucks, plop it down in the eShop. You'll be playing one of these games too. And then three of the games, Sonic Drift 2, Sonic Triple Trouble, and Tails Adventure are available on the Sonic Gems collection for the PS2 and the GameCube. So if you already own those... Well, those three games, vote for one of those, and you'll be able to play them on the Sonic Gems collection. So there's a lot of ways to play these games. I understand not everybody has a functioning game gear, so I tried to pick <laughs> games that were easy to play and, and available. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be playing some Sonic in April. Oh, man. I bet Duke will play along with us. You think so? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't think those, uh, those choices are urine? <laughs> Tell me. What would you vote for? Um, honestly, yeah, I don't like Sonic. That's not what I asked, Melissa. <laughs> if you had to vote for one of these, if what's, I had what's to you... vote for one, then I would vote for Tails Adventure. Amen. I think I think that looks pretty fun. So, will it win? We'll find out. It's up to you guys. That vote will go up at the beginning of February for one week. You will have the choice. So, just uh... oh, oh, yes. That, that reminds me, I got to plug the brand new CC Portable Twitter account. Yes. So, so, you know, to make it less confusing with my Twitter account and CC Portable posts, I just wanted to make it easy for you guys. Uh, go follow at CC Portable Unite on Twitter. You're going to get all your CC Portable updates there. I'm not going to bombard you with posts. Only the important stuff, the voting, and then maybe some plugging of the games of the month or... Fun stuff like that. It's not going to be a lot of posts, so I don't want you guys to get, you know, like, scared that I'm going to post everything for CC Portable. But go follow it. That's where you'll be able to vote. 
Um, we've already got a lot of follows, but if you're looking or you didn't know about it, that's where you can find it. Uh, and yeah, now it's time to plug the Cartridge Club. As if I haven't plugged it enough, check out the forums at cartridgeclub.org and please share your experiences alongside us. Do those reviews next month. Do those reviews next month. Come March or, and do actually reviews. It's March, right? What? What's up? It's March. That's Sorry. for March. Yeah, but leave your yeah. reviews for Metroid Fusion. Yes. I, I, I have a feeling. I have a feeling this is going to be a very controversial game in February. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm really glad it got chosen. It was a tight, tight race, but Metroid Fusion won. So I really want to hear what you guys think. Please uh, let me know on the forums at cartridgeclub.org. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at ccportableunite as I just plugged, and let me know what games you'd like to play, or if you want to be a special guest like Melissa here. And Melissa, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mrs. Q Dog. That's, that's D-A-W-G. And uh, you can find me on YouTube with my husband Eric at The Mighty Q Dog. Again, D-A-W-G on YouTube. Ba-bam. Thanks for being here, Mrs. Q Dog. Thank you. I've had a great time. Hit me with the hit me with those words. All right. CC Unite. Unite.